Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. You're listening to a podcast from the South China Morning Post. Hello and welcome back for another People in Culture edition of the Inside China podcast. I'm Kevin Kwong on the Culture Desk, and with me is Louisa Tam, the head of our People in Culture team here at the South China Morning Post. Hello, Louisa. Hi, Kevin. Thanks for having me. Well, we have had a bit of an extended break since our last episode. How are you? I'm feeling better now. Thank you. Let's see what's been trending while we've been away.、Um, there was one story that stood out for me for. Uh, for sure, it's about this couple who went to South Korea, and then kind of did something in an <laughs> Airbnb. So tell us what happened. This story drew so much attention. I think we had more than a million readers around the world. Can you imagine what happened? Was that、like、this couple, this Chinese couple, went to South Korea for holiday? They booked an Airbnb place for twenty-five days, and they blocked it without actually checking the location. Once they got there, they realized, oh my God, it's a very remote place. So they thought they could actually. Cancel it, get the money back, and the host said, "Sorry, money transfer. I can't cancel it. You got to stay." So they said, "I think they had a bit of an argument, and in、mm. the end, they said, 'Okay, no problem.'" And no problem doesn't mean no problem. What happened was they, I think they only stayed there for five days altogether. But between the, you know, the remaining twenty-five days, they left. They went somewhere else. Obviously, they were lodging somewhere else. But they returned to the place, left the water on, basically running. Throughout, and then electricity, even gas, which is actually quite silly because it's very dangerous. So left all these utilities on for like twenty five days. So when they left, when they left, the the bills came, the utility the utility bills came, and the host realized there's something wrong because the gas company said you better check whether there's a leakage. And then in the end, besides the gas bill, electricity bill, the water bill, it came up to like they wasted hundred twenty tons of water. Throughout the twenty-five days, that is very, very bad, though. Oh, you're so kind. It's horrific. These people are criminal. It really, it gives Chinese tourists a very bad name. Can you imagine next time if I happen to go there and this person? By the way, this is a, a top news item in Korea. People、mm. were talking about it. And that's why we pick up the news. We saw that we said this is you know, you know, this is something we have to write about, especially when you know. People are traveling again, and South Korea is a very popular destination for Chinese, for Hong Kongers. So you imagine. But funny enough, you know, if you check out the the comments, you know, people leaving comments there.、Mm. I think like a couple hundred comments, but not all of them were against this couple. I guess the story was so popular because people who read it said,、mm, "Maybe I should do this if I could, you know, encounter somebody and you know, I really like a、uh, host from hell." And maybe the host,、mm. people like you know, hosting um, uh, overseas uh, um, travelers, they think, "Oh my God, this might happen to me," you know. So I think. 
because on both sides, you got people mm-hmm. actually interested in the story. That's why the story was so popular. I think it's still trending, but not as like you know crazy like two hundred thousand per day. But altogether, it's more than a million. I think it's still going up at the moment. Yeah, because I was thinking, um, you know, the A uh, Airbnb people uh, could have. Resolve the problem. Um, you yeah, know. The, the strange thing about that was I just realized because this uh, this host trying to talk to the credit card company say, could I actually stop this? This is not right. Or utility companies can actually maybe you know give uh, them I don't know the host agenda of the host, but give them an exemption. And credit card company they say I, I transfer the money. You have to pay for it, and there's no other way to do it. You're going to pay for it. So basically, you can't. There's no way, I, I couldn't believe it, you couldn't actually track down the culprits to say, you know, somehow find him through the credit card, you know, numbers, the identity, identification information. I would actually consider getting in touch with a credit card company and go to the, the headquarters either in Seoul or, or in China to find these people and find them. It's criminal. This is like, generally like criminal damage, if not theft mm. or anything. I think he, the, this couple should be held accountable. Elsewhere, there was another story that caught my attention and probably a lot of eyeballs uh, in China too. And that is the case of a young woman who sold only one rice roll I know. in one day. In one day. Okay, tell me more about this, this story. I saw the story. It's really sad because it was like... She spent a lot of time. She would wake up like five o'clock in the morning, get ready and everything. And the first day, the the sale was actually okay. I think she didn't say how many, but it was okay. You know, making rice rolls, we sell half a dozen or ten in a business area like an office district. But the second day, she, I think she um, spent like whole same thing. Five o'clock in the morning, everything set up, the store open at seven o'clock, and in the same area. But she only saw one rice roll, and it's only like seventy two U.S. cents. This is about like five yuan or six Hong Kong dollars, something like six, seven Hong Kong dollars, one whole day. And then basically the story came to light because she recorded the whole thing. She was in tears because she earned quite good money earlier last year when she was uh, an English tutor. And because of the clam dunk in China, you remember that, mm. you know, the clam, you know, the, the, the tutoring school is not allowed to have after school lessons. So apart from uh, after making a lot of money as an English tutor and she had nothing, she did nothing for three months. So she's got, I'm going to, you know, get up and do something. And then this is something like entrepreneurship, but it didn't pay off. So she basically um, was quite upset. I think she probably stopped doing this and trying to find a more full-time job. It goes to show that you know, a lot of young people in China mm. are facing a lot of like um, social pressure and also, you know, including like, you know, apart from like young women have to get married early. By the time they're in their 20s, they're supposed to get married and they have to get a good job. If not, they have to marry, you know, good, get, find a good husband. So this is like one of the huge problems that young people in mainland China are phasing at the moment you know employment is one thing too because there are so limited jobs around now you, you used to be like an uh, uh, English teacher could be making quite a good living now nothing's happening and did she get much sympathy from the netizens uh, online? Yeah, I think a lot of them, actually a lot of them said, you know, this is not the, the way forward. You should find something more permanent. Some people said, you know, uh, you know, get up and do something else. You know, don't, don't be so pathetic. But most people, I think people could identify with this kind of uh, situation, even if you're... She obviously is quite educated, you know, mm. being an English teacher. And I had some email exchange with her. She had written, had written English. She's actually very good. But I think it goes to show that, you know, you either make it or you break it. You know, if you are lucky enough to be in a job that is permanent, sustainable, stay in it. Otherwise, you just you just don't know where you're going in the next month. So, mm. uh, yeah, that's another thing. Is quite The story is quite uh, showing of what's happening to young people in China. 
And I, I noticed there are a couple of stories that share this common theme of, unfortunately, family dispute. And in one case, that is the, um, I think it was the 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 uh, a man who demanded to uh, have um, his ex-girlfriend's uh, name removed from the grandparents' tombstone. No, it's the other way around, Kevin. Oh. It's um, the name of the girlfriend was on the, the family, the grandparents' tombstone. It's kind of like, it's not a tradition, but a lot of times when you want to have a close affiliation with uh, somebody, your partner, and you want to be part of the family, and mm. your names of uh, family members will be listed, carved out on the, the tombstone. Right. And because they were going out, you know, they weren't even married. Normally, it doesn't happen with unmarried couples, but this is supposed to be, they, they're supposed to be very close, I guess, you know, with the family, the woman. So when they were together, I think they were together for nearly a decade or something. And she said, okay, why don't you put my name on the grandparents' tombstone because I was you know, part of the family. But then two years ago, they broke up and the woman said, I don't want anything to do with you. Oh, I see. So she demanded, she went to court and said, I want to get my name taken off, deleted, whatever. You cover it up and get rid of the name permanently. And the, husband, uh, the, the boyfriend said no, because not because he wanted to have anything to do with her. It's because he was afraid of like family bad luck because when you move something oh, around, right. it's a full show thing when you put a tombstone there it has to face like you know east or whatever you know the location and if you touch anything that might affect the, the long term longevity of the remaining living members of the family right you bring like bad luck to the family so she he refused to do that for a couple of years until that until the time that she said enough is enough I want to sever all links with you and your family please get my name off erase it get rid of it and then she went to court and court said you gotta do it so finally after two years uh, they're split you know finally the name was taken off the tombstone it's it. it goes to show nothing is permanent. I mean, I heard about people tattooing, you know, loved ones' names on their arms and everything, you know. You can easily erase it using laser, but having it on a tombstone, it's a bit, that's what for it, a bit surreal, right? So what, what about the online reaction to this? People split up. Yeah, I, mean, I think most people have a good laugh about this. Like, as I said, people say, well, as far as I know, you know, having two, uh, the, 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 my, my, my lover's, even husband and wife's name on an arm is supposed to be semi-permanent, but this is a really going beyond that kind of like showing of love. Of course, um, in any dispute, especially uh, in China, inheritance is another <laughs> another big bone of contention there. So we have a story about this, um, obviously, people fighting, infighting within a family, who gets what. So tell us about this story. Uh, this is, and when, I, when I saw the story, I think it's so sad. Oh, this no. is a family um, in Hong Kong. And a uh, couple, they, they've married for five years, and no problem, you know. I think the, the, the wife was a housewife, home, homemaker, and only recently, um, the, the husband's mummy passed away, and no, not, they, they didn't know, didn't expect it, quite surprisingly. Mummy left 20 million Hong Kong dollars inheritance behind for the son and the daughter to share. And the family didn't know that she had so much savings because they live in public housing. And so everything, like, you know, seemed mm. to be okay. They split the money between the two siblings, right? And then the wife, the wife suddenly found, oh, my God, my, my, my mother-in-law was so rich. I want a part of it. She didn't want a part of the 50%. She wanted a part of the 100%. That means she wants 33.3%. This is ridiculous. I mean, you're two families, two units, two siblings, sister and brother. You can share your husband's share, but no, she wanted to share the major, major 100% share. She said, she said, you got better give me the 33.3% and one third of this chunk of 20 million Hong Kong dollars, or I'll divorce you. If you don't want to give me, I will get your whole share in the end because I want to divorce you. You're going to give me your money. 
crazy, right? Oh and then the, I, the husband was so nice. He was saying, "Oh, it was he was trying to express this." Um, when people a lot of times kind of vent or air their grievances mm. or maybe get some sympathy online, he put this online. Those that's why I found mm. out about this. And he said, "I can't believe this. She seemed to be so loving, lovingly loving, and everything. Never really have any money problem. Oh, right, because you didn't have any money. That's why there was no ever any money problem. He was still quite naive about it. Mm. I never, I never thought she'd be like so money minded because you had no money before. You live in public housing." Now she realized you have really, you know, rich mummy. Mummy passed away. I want a share of that. So in the end, I think he said, enough is enough. I provided for everything. I've been a very good husband. And then now, because we grew up in a single parent family, my mummy raised me and my sister. I owe it to her to give her the 50%. I will leave it the 50%. I will fight with you with my 50%. Mm. You cannot have 33.3%. You can fight over the 50% with me. That's, this man is so strong. I love it, you know. I mean, a lot of times, you know, people will say, okay, you know, just give in with a family, with kids, mm. you, know, you know, on behalf of the kids, for the sake of the kids, no, don't argue. But I think this is a principle. If I were this guy, I would do the same thing. It's a principle matter. My sister and I were raised by my mummy, hard-earning money. I owe it to my sister. She should have the 50%. I think it's a principle. Now she's holding t- on to his 50% and fight over it with, with the wife. So, Yeah, I hope he gets what, what he wants. I think yeah. he wants a divorce. <laughs> <laughs> he said that he, want, he wants a divorce. So good luck to him, yeah. So uh, looking ahead, uh, what should we be looking out for in your section? Well, I was speaking about you know, wedding pressure earlier, and this is a really strange case. This young woman, she's very well educated, master's degree, everything. She is being coerced into taking a very boring civil service job, earning like, you know, a, a quarter of what she could be getting, like, you know, 200000 something, you know, a mm. finance job because she was quite well qualified. Reason being mother saying that, oh, if you take a civil service job, you can actually f- easier for you to find a man, a husband. I don't know why people think that because being a very high, being a high flyer, earning so much money kind of scare men away. And because of that kind of high pressure job, you work in finance, you don't have time to do anything else, no me time, no family time, no time to find a husband. She's in her 20s, so scary, right? So old, according to the Chinese family, right? So you got to find an easygoing job, earning less money, but a better prospect of finding a husband. Can you believe that? Give up your, your, your high power potential job working like 200 grand yuan a month, which is like 250,000 Hong Kong dollars a month. Qualify for that, but taking a very boring, like a fraction of what you could possibly earn because of the future of having a family. This is the, this is the direction people are going in mainland China. Oh is you are, it's true, you know, and not just in mainland China, a lot of Chinese communities and families is considered um, a loser if you're single at the age of 20 something. Yeah, seriously. If you don't give birth before the age of 30, you're, you're basically, you know, basically like a dry prune, you know. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's considered a, 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 a lifetime failure if you don't have family by that time. So having a very successful career, earning so much money, is not as, as important as finding a husband who is very successful as you as a woman to back him up and being a homemaker at home. Ridiculous. What, what year are we in? Okay, yes. I mean, we should look out for that story and for our readers can le- always leave comments. Uh, yes. Another story. Yes, woman, do that. Woman power. Yes, thank you, Kevin. <laughs> thank you so much, Louisa. And don't forget, listeners who can catch up with all of the stories Louisa has spoken about on our website, scmp.com. And you haven't already joined millions of people following us on Facebook <laughs> and Instagram. Just search for the word SCMP News. I'm Kevin Kwong, and thank you for joining me this week. Thank you, Louisa. Thank you, Kevin, for having me. Bye for now. Bye, Kevin. 
Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.